Yeah. I mean, passed out makes it sound like she had a medical condition. Oh, the, oh shit. Maybe. Just maybe, maybe we should save this for the... This is like what happened. <laughs> this is backstory. Penny Benjamin. going to the video store acid washed jeans and mtv with music i know we do welcome to mike and anthony soda pop culture club me mike along with my co-host antoine cd i came in here with the number 45 in my mind and i just <laughs> the number 45 we bring our take on a classic movie every monday from the 80s 90s and beyond during which we will play the game and open up a six pack or more of favorite scenes we also point out a couple of generic scenes or more as well at the end of the show or more more. and at the end of the show we're with the movie one to 24 cans one can one can is um wearing darnell's probably smelly coveralls yeah unwashed coveralls and 24 cans is getting to watch jennifer conley ride a little rocking horse thing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and never running out of quarters and never running never out of quarters. <laughs> but before like someone could use a quarter yes yes that's great that's so great oh, but shit. before we get to all that uh we got some things we want to let you know and i want to tell you something first we've changed hosts to our show like the hosting service but that just means there's an app you can download it's Podbean. you can download it you can follow us and if you do it there, eventually, if we see we have some followers, we might do live podcasts or something like Anybody that. Anybody right? wants to see that, yeah. See, hear it. It's not a C thing. It's a podcast, not a video podcast. Like, as far as hosts, we're kind of whorish with that. Um, yeah. We're looking, I, we're looking for the best sugar daddy. Yeah. But yeah. either way, we got a new one. There's an, they have an app. And if you follow us on that app... And we see enough people follow us. We will, I promise, do a live That's thing right. at some point. Yes, and if you do. see it pop up, you can listen to us live. Now, I'm going to tell you, you never know what you're going to hear. You don't. It could be Anthony in the restroom doing his I mean, business. You you never know what's going to pop up. <laughs> could like, be. With our change in hosts, it's like, hey, we're, we're going to go the one we want to show our WAP to. And that's, that's it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, Anthony, you have the other way, yes, other thing we'd like people to do. Do it. Just get in there and do it. Apple Podcasts. Get on there. Leave a review. In the review, tell us what movie you would like us to do, and we're going to do it. That's right. That's it. Don't fucking recommend the fucking new Fast and Furious movie, though. That's bullshit. Actually, get that off the table. That's my request. If if everyone goes on and does that, and we get a bunch of reviews with that, guess what he has to do? I'll tell you right now. If we get legit within time 100 reviews they asked for that doesn't even have to be 100 because the rule is one i said one person no i told you i put the kibosh on that this is a special veto by me because no i don't want you fucking paying some guy hanging outside burger king how much confidence do you think people have no if you have special veto power you are gonna pay some dipshit five bucks outside of burger king to leave a review and be like hey just do it right now real quick right now yeah (laughs) i would never do that too. it's not worth that to me i figure someone will do it anyways and then i'm just gonna say bullshit it'd totally be worth it to you just to make me go see that fucking movie and do a review i'm just gonna say this though 
that it, it, it how does how do our listeners have confidence if you're telling them you can just veto whatever? So people, you do your thing. No, don't worry is, about him. This is like my once in a lifetime veto. Really? That's the one. It's not even a veto. That's I the one you, you want to use I, at I, all. No, no, I told you beforehand. If we get a hundred people asking for this movie to leave reviews, I'll do it. Otherwise, I ain't fucking doing it. And I right. ninety nine people, no fucking thank you. He's he's uh he's being a little hyperbolic, but we've got something we got to do next. Do you know what that is? The God, trailer. I, I fucking do. Oh shit! I thought it was a game first. Never mind. <laughs> it's the trailer. Okay. You ready okay. for it, man? Yeah. There I, you go. Ready for the trailer. I was fifteen when I invented the artificial dog heart. How you doing? John Hughes, the creator of The Breakfast Club, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Uncle Buck. Did I ever tell you about the time that I signed a professional ball contract? Would like to introduce you to Jim Dodge. You got fired again, didn't you? I'm not like everybody else. He's got brain damage. He does not. He spent 21 years improving on reality. Going to Paris on an F-14. Jim is going to find himself. Are you a slacker? No, I'm Presbyterian. I can offer you four forty-four per hour. Four, four, forty-four dollars and forty-four cents. What about the benefits? There's no eating. You're not being paid to eat, so don't. And don't play any music. I don't have any time to play any music. Don't touch me. Welcome to the target team. You're locking me in. Boo. Then one wild night, Jim Dodge finally found the real thing. In aisle five. What are you doing here? I, I work here. Do you know how you make me feel? Like a natural woman? I'm a janitor in training. You're an heiress. Do you know what your problem is? No, but let me go get my list. What were you planning to steal? Hairspray? Well, we haven't decided yet, have we? From John Hughes. Career Opportunities. The story of a man and a woman, aisles apart. If I was sweating, would you touch me? I would probably touch you even if you were covered with spiders. And one night that changed everything. It's not as uncomfortable as I thought it'd be. No, no, it's not that. Oh, there we go. Real quick, the uh, if I was sweating, covered in spiders line is not in the movie. I was going to say, there's a lot of things in that trailer that were not in there. I'm going to Paris on an F-14. (laughs) (laughs) Maverick's flying me. I just said, there's a lot of shit in that trailer that was not in the movie. Yeah, there's some stuff. Yeah. So here is our breakdown by the numbers directed by uh, Brian Gordon, written by John Hughes. And starring Frank Whaley, Jennifer Colley, Conley, Dermot, and Kieran Mulrooney. Career Opportunities was released on March 29th, 1991, taking in $11.3 million at the box office against a budget I could not fucking find at There's, all. Yeah, well, I'm at guessing all. it's a shoestring budget. It has it's, to be less than a couple they billion. They recorded at a Target, so we'll buy five pairs of panties and a couple of, like, Pup tents, and you know, we'll just reimburse for that. Most of the money was probably spent on the script, to be honest with you. Might be. It scores 5.10 out of or 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 39% of Rotten Tomatoes. 
Ooh. It is, uh, and now Dermot and Karen, are they brothers, I'm assuming? Yes, they okay. are. Thought so. They are brothers. And uh, just uh, one more thing about John Hughes. Um, he oh, wanted yeah. his name taken off of it, but he could not. He lost he... creative control <sighs> and his it... distance himself from this movie, which kind of makes me wonder, like, what what this would have been I don't... had that not happened. I don't know. What was, was, I was going to say, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it would have been. I, I just know that I, if he'd have been, I don't know what we would have gotten, but it would mean, have been better because at this point he was not as good as he was three or four right, years before. It's, it's, it's almost like what would have the last most recent Star Wars trilogy been? If we're all done by the guy who did the first one. Right, if that happened. I don't even like know. The, the first, the, like the first. We might not have fucking BB-8, so I don't know. And that would be a shame. The, the problem with the Star Wars trilogy, they got like a different director for each movie. And it was just... That did suck. They they just should have kept the one who did the the comeback one, the first one, and just said, hey, do them all. Yeah. Why? Or, this, John, or John Favreau. This, oh, totally. This did hurt, though, to find that out, that John Hughes didn't want to be associated with this anymore. Because I love It does movie. hurt a little. It does. It's good. A little sting, doesn't it? It has a little sting. But, but the thing is... Um, it must have done something right because uh, we're talking about it and people well, do like it. So. I mean, it it obviously did something right because thirty nine percent of people on Rotten Tomatoes liked it. Yeah, that means there's there you go. Or sixty one percent are idiots. To, okay, to us that's a fucking instant classic. <laughs> the way the movies we've been doing. The way we I'm going to say that's cool. yeah. You're in the upper echelon. I mean, this is better than Girl on there. <laughs> Hey! Hey! Whoa! Don't diss Lisa, and don't. I diss, diss Lisa. I diss, diss the movie. Don't diss put my those two together. Don't diss my wheelhouse of movies because that was in it. All right, all right. Are you ready for the game? Fuck yeah, I'm ready for the game. All right, and you know what the game is? The game is where I read Anthony three movie reviews about this movie. Of course, two of them are real. One of them is fake, and all he has to do. His guess the real one, or guess the fake one. If you Pardon give me, me. Jim, if you give me again, I'm he good. does guess the real ones very well. I mean, the last one we did didn't. You and my daughter both guessed the real ones, and then not even hit the fake. Okay, so all I know is that I think he's going to get this one. I think he's good this week. I think you've got it. We'll see. That um, that means I'm fucked. Okay, okay. Here we go. Hal Henson, Washington Post. Jennifer Connelly is very easy to look at. Career Opportunities isn't. James Sanford, Kalamazoo Gazette. Mediocre team pick with a memorable Conley performance. Rose Lindsay, the Wichita Eagle. Jennifer Conley probably gave us the best roller skating scene since Xanadu. What was the second one again? James Sanford, Kalamazoo Gazette. Mediocre team pick with a memorable Conley performance. All right, that was the second one. And if I told you you were wrong, what would your second guess be? Third one. And why is that? What was the third one again? Rose Lindsay, the Wichita Eagle. Jennifer Connelly probably gave us the best roller skating scene since Xanadu. I would say because, honestly, oh, fuck, now I got it. God damn it. it you were wrong, and what is it from, buddy? What's it, what did right you now. fuck up? No, I'm going to tell you right now, what stuck out to me just... For the only reason, the Wichita Chronicles poked out. The Wichita Eagle is a real paper, but go ahead. But I will tell you, 
I am right on top of that, Rose. God damn it. <laughs> <Son of a laughs> <fucking man. laughs> F. Oh. Hey, at least I got it on the second one. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> fucking progress for me. So tell them what it's from. Tell them what that's, it's from. That is from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I'm right on top of that, Rose. The the business, the executive, her boss, her boss. Yeah, I knew. I was like, man, I I get use that one because I didn't know whether you would know it, but uh, you know what? I what, what I was like, oh fuck, I do know it because I'm like, god damn it, I do. Sorry, I man. Got stuck on the second one because I was like, I I think that's from something. Yeah, that's the problem when you read these. Like, I will pick something like as soon as I hear it, and I'm like thinking about oh, what the fuck's that from thinking it's from something and yeah. then I don't pay attention to the other one or two. And I'm like, shit. Cause they, every time I do it, I try to pick somebody from something. I mean, you know, you do, but a lot of times you pick people from either shit I haven't seen or that have no fucking last name. They're like Prince or they yeah. have a last name. No you just don't know it. Cause it's only in the credits and not my problem. That's yours. It is your problem. <laughs> it's not my problem, but you Hey, made, let's talk about you made a shitty game, dude. I didn't make a shitty game. I just got a shitty uh, a contestant. So true that career opportunities. I I think this movie is uh, is quite silly, as I like to call it. Yeah, it is. But for some reason, I know I like it. I know you like it. I the best way I can sum this up, it is an addicting throwaway movie. Yes, a guilty pleasure, you know, maybe. Maybe guilty even. pleasure. It's just. You almost have no business caring about it and liking it as much as you do. I would agree. Yeah. But for some reason, you do like it. I, the one thing about it, though, that that I don't know, maybe as I've gotten older, I don't know when I was younger if I felt this way, but but Jim, he makes, you know, he makes me uncomfortable yeah. sometimes because of how he uh, how how he can just tell, tell so many lies. Like, like he's stacking so many. I'm wondering when the house of cards is going to fall over. You know, what's funny though. You say that <laughs> the fact that you actually made a house of cards reference too before you said that I was actually already thinking when you said that, I was like, that's what everybody fucking does that is in power or gets to be where they're at anywhere in the world. You just make stack it till you make it li- exactly. You stack lies. So I don't think that, I don't know why that makes you uncomfortable. Like, or just because it's funny you, not you say power. this. It's funny you say that because one of my notes I have here is that he can be so clever and so stupid at the same time. And that's politicians, I would say, to yeah, a T. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> politicians, fucking CEOs, like probably the head of Under Armour. I don't know. Everybody, like, they're full of shit. I mean, Jim's Jim's pretty full of shit. He just He's full of shit. He just doesn't have the financial backing to make yeah. him rule the world the way he wants to. No, I, I don't. You know what? He's 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 actually smart, right? He knows a lot of things. He has a pretty nice vocabulary. Like you can tell he says words that normal Java. people just don't throw in conversation. Java. Java, a cup of Java. Yeah. <laughs> But he does that. And so to me, that's what makes him special in that way. It's just for some reason, he has that need to impress 10 year olds. Well, or whatever they are. 
that's his audience and the only ones that buy into his bullshit. He, I would oh, agree. You know, ooh, hold on. He is Anthony Michael Hall in 16 Candles. He's king of the dipshits. But but he's good at it, I guess. He, but I'll say the, the thing that makes this, you know, people who watch this are like, why do people listen to this guy? Uh, but they don't understand. And when this movie was made, we didn't have the internet to go search and look up people's bullshit. So right. that's why people would believe more bullshit because oh, if it was convincing enough, you'd just believe it. I don't think so. I actually think if Jim Dodge lived in the age of the internet with Twitter and TikTok, he's golden. Oh, you say, because he he's speaking, he's fake persona. Everything. Yeah. I mean, but that's because he would have grown up into that. But right. but if but if he was trying to be what he is in this movie, without that, people Ideal, would look him up and go, "You're full of shit, dude." I know who. Idea wise, he was ahead of his time because we yeah. have so many people doing that today. He's ahead of his time. If he had social media, then he would have been. Uh, he'd have been the shit. No doubt. No doubt. I do. I do. When I go, uh, there's one of my things. You know, he gets fired from the pet job, but but one of my things I like is when he's at the gas station and he. And um, and he's talking to the guy. And he's like, I can't hire you back because I've already fired you so many times. And <laughs> yeah. he tells him, why don't you go to St. Louis? There's thousands of people in St. Louis that have I, I have no idea how full of shit you are. There you <laughs> I go. I love that line. <laughs> I just have no idea. Just it go. Is, no, it is good. That's the way it was in the old times, though. Like it, back in like, you know. Didn't he offer to work the, for free? Am I remembering that right? What? Didn't he offer to work for yeah, free? He offered to work for free as well. Uh, but back in the 19th century, you know, there are people who would like get in trouble in a town, like as like the doctor and fuck up. And then they would leave that town and just go and reinvent themselves and be the doctor in another town. Go to Tombstone. Like people don't know how full of shit you are. That's what I'm saying. Even, even up until that time, it, it's still, you could be full of shit. <laughs> you know, get away with it. But you think about, it, it's really funny that when you think about it that way, it's like on one hand, because of social media, you yeah. can find out how full of shit somebody is. But at yeah. the same time, so many people that are completely full of shit are getting making gangbusters. Yeah. Because it's not a fair it, world, like, Anthony. Even if you find out, you don't fucking care. We're full of shit, and we're just not successful at Look it. Look at fucking Ryan <laughs> with goddamn toys. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, it's just fucking anything. Don't you wish you could just make money just by uh, opening playing toys on toys. the... Playing with toys? Fuck yes. Like, if you could just let me sit down in footy pajamas, opening Transformers, and figuring out... Which I think actually would be great. We could do our own Ryan's World. Because I will tell you, just based on my son, getting Transformers today in my 40s, yeah. trying to fucking put them together and transform them it's a goddamn process it i feel like I need what the a, hell happened to him i feel like i need a degree from mit because i'm like i can't figure this shit out and i don't want to break it like but i'd say if they could give us a thing and say and send me back to 1983 when i'm playing with my ewok village and my gi joe chopper and, right and just have people watch me play with my toys that's it all my little dudes and my little matchbox well, cars dress up the same way you did sit down yeah Star uh, Wars, probably pajamas or something. Yeah, shit. Mr. Rogers on the TV behind us. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll Snorks. do that. Maybe we'll do that. It, you're saying you want to do that now? Yeah, you want to do a video of 
But yeah, but I mean, you won't watch Fast Ten. But you want to get in your underwear and, rather and sit play, with you. Yes, and play Star I, Wars toys. Here's where I'm at. I would much rather sit with you in footy pajamas on the fucking floor playing with Tinker Toys than watch the Fast and Furious. I was thinking maybe some undersized uh, Star Wars pajamas, where you know <laughs> it make a good image. That's all I'm saying. Oh, all right. <laughs> Go by. So I got, I mean, this movie uh, is charming. Uh, when do we meet Josie? Well, really, we meet her at that gas station. But but before we get to any of that, I mean, oh, well. Well, I'll tell you when we really meet her. Well, before we get to that, I want to get my six pack. And I think it's the same as yours. Yeah. And it's the John Candy job offer. That I did not put in. It is. It would be one of mine. But. I, I, I mixed it up a little bit. He offers him all the shit. All yeah, the shit. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> it was a, it was an obvious six pack. So I was like, I'm going to let that one go. But yes. I, looked, I threw it in there because I knew one of us had to. So <laughs> was, I was like. It was yeah. a home run. I got him for 45. I got him for 45. I got him for 45. What do you mean you missed his flight? Then who am I talking to? <laughs> who am I talking to? I think I'm a little overpaid for, for night cleanup boy. <laughs> I know the corner has the best pasta prima bear in the world. But I will say that, you know, four forty four an hour was actually above minimum wage. So it yeah. wasn't like he was offered a minimum wage. Back then, minimum wage was like three eighty five. I was gonna say, do you remember your first minimum wage job? Yes. And what you made? Three eighty five. Three eighty five. Because I, I I was trying to remember that too. I'm like, I feel like. Yours is probably 425. You're a little younger. 25 is what I was going to say. That's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a little older than you. And I started, I got my first job as soon as I could. I think at 13, you could get a job. And I worked at Burger King. My first job. I couldn't run the grills or anything. So it was weird. My first job, I was 16 or 17. It was East of Chicago Pizza. There you go. That would be great. I would love it right now. To this day, that was. One of my favorite things ever to do is make pizzas. I yeah. don't know. I just fucking love it. He says this, but then when I asked him to help me make some dough, he like goes oh, fucking mother, you, Fuck you, asshole. Are you kidding me? Change? No, no. That's not how the story went. <laughs> okay. You fucking... No. Time out. You we can't do to make, too many. We can't do no, many detours. Gotta, this is important. You tried to make dough. You Here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen. I know how to make... I end up making good dough later, by the way. So. Shut up. Shut up. I'm going to tell this. But Dick that day here. I fucked Dick up. Dickhead okay. here got the uni oven, the big pizza fucking oven that he's used like twice since he's gotten it. He tried to make dough with his daughter. They fucked it up. It didn't work at all. Hours later, I'm like, I took about 30 minutes, made some fucking dough. Yes. That was it. You that could not it. make dough. The next time I made it and it was good. So I didn't care. I fuck, I fucking saved your I ass. Fucked up on my batch of dough. I know you that, did. but no, but in no, general, saying, don't come at me saying, "Oh, you won't help me make dough." I did help you make dough. I saved the fucking day. Well, if I bring the oven on uh, Memorial Weekend, no, because then I'm gonna have to make dough to fucking cover for your ass, or for you that. to eat. What the fuck is that? To cover? How about just to eat? Here's the thing: you don't go to somebody's house and say, "I'm gonna bring this." You just have to make everything. I ain't doing that. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't work like that. You bring you bring equipment. You cook on it. That's fine. Okay, we're done with this tangent. Okay, so I just I want to get I had to get the truth out. 
I want to talk about parents in this, though. I think that this um, movie is a stark reminder of how parents, our parents in general, treated us differently than they do now. Because Jim's dad. I was going to say, which ones? Well, both. I mean, both are shit, right? Like Jim's dad, he seems to care, but he really doesn't want to deal with them. Like, I don't know about that, actually. I think he cares about him, but he knows he doesn't want to enable him. I know. You're at this point. You got to fucking grow up and get out. But those, you know, the thing about what I want to talk about there is that it's kind of an empty threat. What he was telling him, like, whenever, like, would you ever, you know, if you don't start paying rent, I'm going to kick you out. You would never make your kid homeless, right? No parent in their right mind would ever do that. The only thing I could say is that he said he was going to send them to St. Louis and work at some greenhouse or something. Yeah. Uh, which to me is okay. To me, that actually isn't so bad. I think he would love talking to plants because they would take us bullshit all day long. All, all day. All well, day. No, they wouldn't. I think they would die. You think you think plants are fired because the plants died? <laughs> he talked to them. Well, I was just talking to him. Yeah, quit fucking talking to the plants. So yeah, <laughs> I, totally. But then he got Josie's shitty dad. But that's when we meet Josie. And is this one of your six packs? Yeah, it's well, it is. It's um, it's combination of this. Okay, go ahead. It was a combination of this scene and just Jennifer Conley okay. being introduced to us. Oh my God, did I have a fucking crush on her from this movie? Oh, wow. Oh, dude, really? You didn't? Well, you know, I was more realistic. I didn't have crushers on girls in movies as much. I thought they were pretty hot, but. You don't watch movies to be realistic. That's the thing. Well, no, I mean, I understood that that's a person in a movie and that having a crush on them doesn't help me in my reality. Yeah, but here's the thing Jim ends up with her at the end. So that gives you. That is hopeful. That is hopeful. That is quite fucking hopeful in this movie. I mean, like, if you ever wanted a sign that you could get a hot chick and be the dumbest guy. sitting next to Jennifer Conley at the end, before her breast reduction, assuming, sucking on a lime. It's all good. Do you think she... Yeah, I guess she had to have had something. She had to have had. I don't know, but I'm like, you had to have. I wonder if she had gotten breasts and got them removed. I I don't know. At that age, she would never have gotten that done. No. Those were natural. Okay, I hope so. I guarantee those were natural. But that, but but uh, what I was going to say, the the part that was uh, pretty, that I thought was going to be a six pack, is how she comes in the room when oh, her dad introduces. Her. Yes, that was part of it. Like I said, the introduction of Jennifer Conley in that scene makes you wish you were a really fucking old guy in a suit right there, like Bob. Yeah, <laughs> not the other guy. And then, well, that's funny. She goes, she digs in on Bob, gives him like this, yeah, pretty hot kiss that you're like, why'd she waste it on that dude, not me? And then the other guy, expecting more than that, just gets a handshake. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. Then her father threatens to beat the fuck out of her. Yeah, you know, we get that, but but she doesn't look like she's been beaten. That's why I don't know. Uh, don't don't even go there. We we know in today's society that happens a lot and you don't know. Okay. I'll People say that. People hide things very well. He probably goes for body bruises. Not the face. Okay. Okay. You know, Oranges and a towel. Okay. Gotcha. You know. I'll let you with an orange and a towel. So, yeah. But, but yeah, that's kind of shitty. 
But uh, what I want to talk about is what links would Jim go to to keep up his persona for those dorks, for those kids? A lot. Because, I mean, the reason he gets a freaking limo to his first day of work. Yeah. It's impressive. I mean, it is funny because it's like Jim, to me, like we said, like I said earlier, you know, had TikTok and Twitter and stuff been around then. He would have been golden. He just doesn't understand his audience. No. What audience he should be targeting. That's the problem here. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, you're you're planting seeds with the wrong people. This isn't going to mm. help you at all. I understand, like, mm. if you think about gossip and hearsay spreading, mm-hmm. it ain't going to work with 10-year-olds. No. Because you don't believe anything they fucking say anything anyway because they think He-Man is real. So what the fuck yeah, are you yeah, doing? Yeah. You need to you need to do it to another audience. You got you got that right. Definitely. But yeah, he he rented a limo. I was man, maybe I should do that someday if I ever get another job. First day, show up in a limo. But you know yeah. the thing is, people don't give a shit when you get to our age. It'd be like, why the fuck is that guy doing that? That's what they'd ask. Right. What's his fucking problem? I mean, unless you come out with five guys for everybody. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's that guy. That guy right there. That's the guy. Donuts. Krispy Kreme donuts. No. You open up the trunk and there's nothing but donuts. No, it's got to be legit. Okay. Not donuts. Come on. You got to amp it up. Get Whatever. Expensive burgers. Fruit roll-ups and ecto-coolers. Now, okay, that's totally different because that works. <laughs> I knew it would get you. You knew. Here's the thing. Right there, though, that works for me and the 10-year-olds in this movie, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I know my audience. Hey, you know what? What I, I want to like, do is... You're my God. <laughs> How about this? And I know you probably feel this. When I was watching this and I saw Target, it was like a time capsule of 90, 1990 commerce. Like like yeah. looking at all the TVs, the stereos, the cassette tapes, all the products. Yeah. It was strange. It was like, like I was looking back at a time where I was going through the store. So here's the funny thing about that. And I don't know if this was when we talked earlier about John Hughes losing yeah. creative control, no idea, but think about this, how much different and possibly better would this movie be if he worked in a mall and got uh, locked in instead of just, yeah. or instead of just Target, the whole fucking I, mall. I feel target paid to be in this. Yeah. yeah right. I'm saying just from a, the standpoint of, to me, and I'm already going to throw this in there first before we go any farther. That was one of my six packs. Just the premise. The idea yeah. of being locked in a store and you can... Because he doesn't fucking care about consequences because he's been fired 37 times. Yeah, he has no you care. You do whatever you no want, thought. anything you want, you have access to everything, which is awesome. But if you put this in a mall, the whole fucking mall. Yeah. But he wouldn't be able to get into the stores and get to the shit, though. Well, I know they have the gates and stuff, but if they have keys, access panels, I don't know. Yeah, I get you. I think that's too much. I I think it's fine the way it is. You know, it may be better if it was in a different store, like a Sears, where they have more varied shit. And better mannequins. Yeah, they don't have toys in Sears, but then again, they they didn't really play with the toys in there. They had toys in Sears. 
not great. It was a- no, but it's it's kind of like Sears was kind of like Kohl's. There's a toy section. Yeah. Would you rather a Toys R Us? Maybe. What about a Lion's Den? <laughs> no. A Lion's Den with Jennifer Connelly, though. <laughs> Don't know. What would she be trying to steal out of the Lion's Den? Anything. Like- <laughs> She was trying to steal underwear out of fucking Target. She could steal crotchless panties out of crotchless lions. Panties out of lions. Edible <laughs> ones. Edible underwears, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you. You know, I want to say this. Jim's supervisor, I want to get to this. He had some serious, what I'd call Biff energy. Yeah, he did. He did? But, yeah. but, I, but his voice, I was listening to it, and I was like, man, that sounds like someone's voice. And then when I closed my eyes and listened, do you know who he sounds like? Patrick fucking Swayze. I mean, if you close your eyes and listen to him when he, he sounds like Patrick Swayze. I was like, I was like, my gosh, I don't know about that. I'll have to, I do. do, I'll have to listen, but I think that's more a you thing. You close your eyes and think anybody sounds like Patrick Swayze or you want them to. Yeah. I think when you close your eyes, you just hear Patrick Swayze. No, if you have to listen to it, it, it sounds like even in that trailer we just listened to, he sounded like Patrick Swayze. All right. I mean, I'll give you that. I'd have to you go back and listen, everybody, and you'll hear the guy yell at him about touching to, him. I have to listen again with my eyes closed, which it's going to be weird. So we'll see. Close your eyes. Just listen to me. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you something soothing. <laughs> so every uh, time. A few, it a always few. goes to that every fucking time. <laughs> now I want to get through this a little bit. A few things here. So he goes to when he goes to work. There's a work montage, and he's doing the work after he's been given his yeah. instructions. I would have done exactly what the guy said to do and nothing else. Sweep the shit to the aisle, clean the office. I'm done. And he did. The toilets. 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, 15 or 45. Yeah. I, yeah, 45, something like that. It was, it was, he's like, oh my gosh. And he's got the whole night break. left. So he goes and gets him, has a break and he grazes, which I have never done. Have you ever grazed in a store? Oh my God. No. I have never, and let me tell you, so I, oh God, to this day, I still have this memory as a kid. And I was probably like, God, I don't even know, like maybe eight years old, somewhere around there. Yeah. And I was with my older cousin at Kmart and I see this older lady. Yeah. Probably like whatever, I don't even know, 60s, 70s. As a kid to me, she was 128. I don't know sitting there with the you remember the little hugs the juices yeah 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 little barrels she's chugs one in the aisle and just shoves it into the aisle so you saw this as a kid i saw this i told my cousin because i'm like she did a bad thing because you you know what's right and wrong unfortunately exactly he actually Went up to the counter and said, uh, the boy here, which was kind of funny. My older cousin who was in his teens saying the boy here saw a lady drink one of the juices and put him back in there. But I remember that. I'm like, yeah, grazing is bad. You know, when I was a kid, you know, I have a distinct oh. story from uh, being in a store. Not about that. But when, when I was young, I was with my babysitter and we were in a store called TGNY. It's an old retailer. Look it up. It's old. I'm old. So, but yeah. I was in there and, um, I puked all over the floor. Nice. And, uh, but, and the store gave me a matchbox car because to make me feel happier. You puked. Yeah. To make me so feel you better. Puked and you got free shit. Yes. 
<laughs> so I was, so I remember getting that little matchbox Living car. The dream. I lived that dream for that day. <laughs> you gotta love it, man. See, that's you can't make you go, that shit up. That's when you go to rent a center and puke on a big screen TV. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. There you go. Can I puke feel, on this? Feel better. There you go, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah. Or go to lion's den and puke on anything. Cause I don't think they're going to want to keep it after that. No, 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 no. Um, but this movie does montage as well. Like I said, it does the work montage and it does the montage where he's doing the music and shit. And you know, the drumming, he actually does play the instrument when he does instrument scenes. That's what he said in an interview. I looked it up. So yep. he actually did the drumming and it looked like it. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I do like that. But I have a six pack here because when he sees Jose or Josie when she's not supposed to be there, he runs into what I think is a relic of the 80s. And that's the legs pantyhose tower. You don't see that anymore. Remember, you used to see the little eggs and everything. Not anymore, man. Not anymore. No pantyhose. Do do girls wear pantyhose anymore? I don't even know. Yeah, they do. But like, I think they just get them on Amazon. So they don't need the whole op. Yeah, we don't awesome. we don't need the whole like kill the environment wasting all this plastic fucking kind of shit. The legs eggs as I like to call them. Yes. <laughs> Cuz they spelled it with two g's, legs, l e g g s. I remember. And yeah. eggs, yeah. Yeah, so but I thought that was a cool relic of history. Like I said, it's a time capsule when you see this movie. It's like it is. Oh, I remember that. I remember it puking really on the floor yeah. like that. Oh yeah. Remember the poor bastard wearing Darnell's overalls having to clean it up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So if you're him and you have Josie there and they're having these conversations, is is it because he's so full of shit he can be comfortable just talking about anything? I mean, because it seemed like it would be like, like you'd be too afraid to say something stupid. But is he just that just doesn't care or what? I think, no, I think... Uh, I feel like, cause even with the 10 year olds, I think he's just in his mode. Like that's, that's how he tries to impress people. That's yeah. It. You know, he just talks shit cause he, the truth is more boring than a lie. True that. And you know what I mean? He just like talk shit to get a reaction out of people. Try to impress them. That's it. That's, which yeah. I think is a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would say that. Yeah. But, you know, like, she's like, I, I, I didn't mean to offend you. You know, he's a town liar. It's like, right. Does he know he's the town liar? Or did he know? Or is that the first time he heard that? You know, like, well, I'm the town liar. I think he knew deep down he was, but I don't think he's ever been called out for it. He he obviously doesn't deal well with reality because he makes his reality up. So, wow. Well, but I do like the one line he says. No truer line has been said, probably. The present is a result of the past. You know, when they look at where they're at, when he gives her, says that to her, you know, he's been who he has been, and that's why he's where he's at, and she's been who she's been, and that's why she's standing there next to him. True that. I mean, it's a good little line. It is. You know what? <clears throat> Complete tangent to this, though. Have you ever seen the movie This Means War? I know of it. Don't remember. It's fine. Reese Witherspoon. I know of it. Didn't watch it. Jesus Christ. What's his name? Venom. Ah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. 
You know what I'm talking about. Sorry, can't remember his name off the top of my head, but you know, one of my faves. He has a line in there. It's a small one, kind of, but mistakes are what make you who you are. Yeah. Kind of long now. Like, yeah, present is a result of the past. So, you know, success is now because of our failures before, you know. Yeah. Could be said the same way. (laughs) Um, I want to go back to him. I forgot to mention this. Is his dad, does his dad get super high in the middle of the night? No, he's just a, that's a nervous dad. Middle of the night. Because he doesn't know if his son's going to get fucking fired again. And he doesn't know what to do with his son. Chicken and peanut butter? That, oh, no. That. He had to be high. He had to be high. Come on. I love that fucking, oh my God. (laughs) He was not high. He's just fucking weird. Because chicken and peanut butter, just throw it out there. Chicken and peanut butter, man. If you drip your dip your drumstick into some peanut butter, you're you're fucking weird. So I'm gonna throw in my other six pack. Although, is that a really low rent way of making a Thai dish like peanut chicken? Just go ahead. Well, there you go. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you get some good peanut butter. Not this fucking skippy or and some original chip. recipe. No, no, fuck that. Some Lee's Lee's chicken. Yeah, Lee's. Hey. Lee's I blows. You. I know Lee's chicken out of the fucking water. Let's just admit that. You get that? I could go for that. That is like actually that's some good peanut chicken quality right there. Uh, I'll, it is hilarious. Yeah. So him just <laughs> the drumstick in there, like yeah, that's insane. It's fucked up. It is. I want to get my other my other six pack though. Go ahead. That reminded me of this, so I just got thrown out there. You know, I've talked before about. One of the things, and for some reason in movies, food gets yeah. me all like, oh, yeah. This movie, makes every time I watch it, makes me crave TV dinners and corn dogs. Oh, yeah, because they... Every time. Every time. Yeah. Like, well, that sounds good. You want a corn dog? You want a corn dog? And the TV <laughs> dinner, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing there? Because... <laughs> They're having dinner, man. They're walking this around getting like, their plates oh, and back shit. Up, but back up. Wear goggles. Get back. Well, he's eating hobo close. chicken. What the fuck is that? I mean, I know what hobo chicken is, but how is he making that in the microwave and it's going to be good? I don't know. 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 He just and likes he a lot of foil? pepper. A lot of pepper. Yeah, don't do What's that. Wrong pepper. Don't put foil in the microwave. Now, yeah. I have a generic All right. I'm going to throw out here. And that is when she starts, when he's uh, working and and she's and you know she's now just doing whatever and starts dancing. My generic is however he was dancing when he was near her. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe that's what drives the ladies crazy because she kind of got into him. But but uh, but I just thought it was the dorkiest little dance and, he does with his little hands and his little shaky shake. I mean, I the only reason I don't think it's generic because that's about as far as my dance moves go. So I I can't say it's generic just for that reason. That's where we live. Okay, that's, that's where, where you live. That's where we live. <laughs> I can drop it. I can oh, give you, you a can? slut drop. Okay. I can drop it like it's hot, bro. Really? I'll give you a slut drop would, like you never seen. I would not like to see that. I'll give you. Uh, I'll get. I'll make my bun shake. All right. Make my booty shake. We. I'll tell you what. Next time you come over, shake your booty. Next time you come over with your karaoke machine. Yes. 
wear your apple bottom jeans and let's see you get low, 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 low. Yeah, low. get low, 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 right. low. Let's see. Yeah, I'm I mean, not me. I'm not gonna be. I, I'm just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna see this. I'm gonna walk away. But you do it I'm for everybody get, else. It's, it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Oh shit! I don't even do that. Gonna no. take so hot. I'm you gonna take my clothes off. You don't understand. <laughs> I have been doing. I already told you the whole story about this. The landscaping outside. Yeah. I have been working on that for the last like two fucking weeks, every chance I get because we got a quote for it and it's fucking insane. I'm like, no, I'll do it myself. But every day I've been doing it, I've been listening to so much fucking Nelly. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Hit you with my pimp juice. Oh Ooh. yeah. My Something into my Air Force ones. All like all day, every day. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm in the fucking Nelly zone, bitch. <laughs> All right. No. So I got something for you. So finally, Josie asks him, do you want to go? Do you want to leave with me? Do you want to go to LA? And I personally would not go until I saw the money, but he says, yes. Well, $40,000, even in 1991. Was it 55,000 or $50,000? That was 40. 52,000. Fifty-two thousand. Was it fifty-two? Fifty-two thousand. Why well, I was thinking forty, but okay. You're thinking about way. the job offer, forty-five. Maybe, maybe. It's fifty-two. I remember. You're right. Most yeah. money he's ever seen in his life. But fifty-two thousand. That's a lot of money, then I guess. It's a lot of money, but you, you're you don't but have not LA college, money. You don't have a college degree. Yeah. You have no job. You have no references. What the fuck? How, like, I how don't know. long it, is that going to last until you start selling drugs? Because in California, like, because you know where they're at, 52000 could probably, because you got offered forty five for a year, so you could assume that can last you at least one or two years, right? But you go to California where the cost oh, yeah. of living is ridiculous. You're done. Like that, that's half a year, probably. Like, you know. the very end of the movie where they're on that resort, imagine how much that fucking cost out of that nest egg. I don't know. You're there for a week. We'll get you to that part. Move we'll... through fucking thirty percent of your shit. I we've we've got some things to say about that. <laughs> and I just want to say, Jim is punching over his weight class with this girl. You think? <laughs> there's like there's out kicking your coverage, and there is kicking it out of the fucking stadium. Yeah, that's what he did. He has done the latter. Now, I'll say he, you know, when she asks what he wants for how shitty she's been, he says to finish that dance. Was that the move or should he just gone straight to sexy, sexy time? That was the move. Because he ends up getting it in an interesting place, that was, right? That was the move. I assume he did. That was the move. Do we assume he had sex in the uh, tent? I, I don't, see, I don't think they did at that point. See, I think they did. I'm going to say that's they did. That's when the cop showed up. I think it was yeah. more... Still, I, I don't, I personally watching this, I don't think they had sex that night. I don't know, but, and you okay. know what, you know why we don't know this? Why? Because John Hughes did not have enough fucking creative control uh, to be able to find out. We would have found out, he'd have done we something clever to let us know. Other, one way or the other, yeah. But I think they did, personally, I, I'm going to go with the thing that she did have sex with him. I don't. But what I would have loved at the end of this is both of them sitting on top of a table over a TV dinner 
and her telling him to make a wish, and he said it already came true. That oh, that, of repeating that, dinner. Done. We're gonna repeat a movie. Okay. Done. <laughs> That's why John Hughes didn't have creative control because if he did, that would have happened. Make a wish, Jim. <laughs> now I do want to say this. Uh, when I was, I think I was like sixteen, seventeen when this movie came out, and Jennifer Connelly uh, roller skating in that wife beater, like tank top. Yep. Yeah, I was yeah. didn't have a crush, but I'm just gonna oh, say I did. I did. It's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> let's just. I know we kind of addressed this before at times, but people listening, just understand when we are reviewing these movies, we're not gonna be completely woke. We're gonna discuss them the way we saw them at the time. Okay, that's at the time I saw her as one hot ass fine chick. We were like, oh my god. So that's that's part of this, okay? I mean, Dormit Moroni had her on the floor looking at her ass. Exactly. Like uh, you know, sitting there going, mmm, you know. He, he was, was just saying it. He was sitting on the fucking horse with her. Well, yeah, eventually, but at this point he's doing that, and because that's where Jim does the whole fucking lie thing. And gets them to give him their guns. That that get down, was get down, get down. He, you know, finally his bullshit works, and yeah. and then he gets bullshitted seconds. right back. You know, I was thinking maybe he, if I was him, I'd have fired the gun just to make sure they were lying. This is, but this is audience being smarter than what's going on. Yeah, and my thought was at the, it's thinking like, why would they want the guns back if they aren't loaded? If they aren't loaded, they don't need them. So why are they trying so hard to get them back? So you got to think to yourself now, this has to be loaded. No, I agree. Stupid. I agree. That's a plot hole to me. But but you already said something. That's my six pack. I want to get to it. Okay. And it's probably the same as your six pack. Maybe not. Jennifer Connelly riding a horse. I already gave my six pack because I follow the rules. So whatever. I gave three. This is my third. Okay, well, you said it might be my six-pack. I said I've already given my No, pick. I thought maybe you would share this one because you because you enjoyed it. But it's but but really, it's her being on the horse, but him trying to hop on the horse and falling is really more what it that is. That was when funny he, as shit, yeah. When he jumps around the back and he falls and gets up like he's all badass. <laughs> I'm going to give... Can I get my generic now? Yeah, go ahead. Dermot. The acting? No, the character in general... Scuzzy. I don't know what the fuck he was going for there, or maybe it's again, maybe it's because John Hughes didn't have creative control. I don't know what the fuck kind of weird, greasy, gross. Like I think he's, I think he's just a guy who knocks off liquor stores, uh, who's greasy and gross, and just happens to be in that situation. I think that's what it is. But I'm like, you know. And again, we're going this this is back in the 90s, so it's like back at the time. Okay. You're thinking are you are you gay or do you like her? Cuz I don't know what you're portraying here or where yeah. you're at in any way shape or form. I don't know like it's the thing is like it's funny his character, but it's also just like really fucking weird. It is. He's, it is a weird character. It just, the way he holds the gun, the way his mannerisms are, everything, yeah. everything about him is a little off. And I'm not saying this to be mean or anything, but I will tell you right now, 
I swear this is not to be like, I am. It's okay. I'm the least. Well, I always feel weird when I bring up these subjects because when I'm critiquing something or explaining it, it's okay. All right. You think it's when you say it's okay. It doesn't make me feel like it's okay, but I'm just saying. Then it's not. Go ahead. Here's what's funny. When I see him in this movie, I'm like, yes, if they remade this movie, with different people, the only per- person I could see playing him is Lil Nas X. Oh yeah, that's the only person I could see actually oh, yeah. pulling oh, yeah. it off that fucking way. Like there you go. Oh yeah, what's that's funny good is Dermot is like we all like Dermot. I don't care if you're gay, straight, or a lesbian. He is a sexy piece of ass, and we all know this, right? Dermot is that's yeah. a dude. That's a dude right there. But I want to say this: I do have a generic as a generic. I'd have two generic or a few generics in this movie. Uh, Mulroney and his brother were not good in this movie to me. Like as acting goes, they it was, were it was suspect. It's kind of what makes part of what makes this like the charming know, part of it. But I know. It, it, no, no, no. It's this is what kind of knocks it down. Oh yeah, yeah. Time. You know what I mean? Because this is like, you know what? There's some. Raising Arizona vibes here when they come in. Yeah, I got you. You know, you think John uh, John Candy and yeah. what's his nuts? Nicholas Cage? No, not Nicholas Cage. The other guy with John Candy. Yeah. The other yeah. guy. That's, it's kind of in that vein to me, those two. Yeah. I get you. Really stupid, weird criminals. Well, that's what... Um... John Hughes does best though, so maybe this is his yeah. touch because Wet Bandits were stupid, well, strangely stupid but criminals. They were brilliant though. And you know the one, the little newspaper ad they used was identical to what he used in um, in Home Alone for the Wet Bandits when they escaped. That's yeah. identical, just the faces were changed. All right, so yeah, thought I'd let you know. It was like so they kind of so he had some creative input. Uh, things like that. But I want to know, you know, she tells Jim, just go along with me. So she does that whole thing with the horse. And then all of a sudden she's out shopping with these people. How much shit did they put in that fucking car? A lot. That's what I want. And and so my question is this. Eventually she runs off with them in that car, right? Yeah. Did she park that car where they're going to keep that shit? Or did they keep that shit? Did Did they steal all that shit eventually him and her and Jim? I'm assuming, yeah, but it got pinned on them, so it didn't matter. Yeah, because I'm like wondering, like, does that? Because you know, when you think about the the money plus all the shit in the car, I guess they do have some value there. That's true. <laughs> they can always camp in the desert. People do that, by the way. I just throw That's that out. true. Homeless people that. do, anyways. So instead of fifty-two thousand, they were at about sixty-four thousand. How about that? Yeah, probably. Because so. that was a lot of shit. Did you see some of the prices of that shit in the background? That's I saw something for over a thousand dollars in Target. Because that's what stuff. Remember, hey, the wedding singer, a CD player cost five hundred dollars. Yeah, but this is ninety. It was not that ninety-one is not that much that far. Yeah, off. but it is when it comes to the value of a CD player. You can yeah, get one for a hundred dollars. But it was the high-end one, and also they could have had. Five disc changers. Oh, well, how about that? Would be a thousand dollars. Guess what? Okay. I'm still rolling with two of those in my fucking basement that the previous 
fucking people that own this house left. And I don't know what the fuck I'm ever going to do with them. I got two big ass, heavy fucking five disc CD players down here. I've got, I used to have one that's gone now, but, um, you know, when she runs off with them and they come back in the store, what did you think of, do you think the, the plan all along Jim followed it? Cause he went and got the shotgun and all of a sudden he's turned into dirty Harry. You know what? It's funny. Like I always, I still, it's like when she gives him like, don't be an ass kind of thing. Yeah. Is that a, was that a hint? I don't know. Cause that's kind of what I felt too. Like, like it's all of a sudden he, I mean, did she tell him, like, is there a cut scene where she told her that his boss was an ass? And this is like, and had, cause he threw a gun on him. This and then goes, she says, don't be an ass means this, go get the ass's gun. This to me goes back to everything, anything wrong with this movie. I'm blaming the whole John Hughes story where I didn't get creative control. I couldn't fix it. So we love, so we have a plot hole. I, I agree. I think that every time I hear that, I think that's what happened. And I think somewhere there was a scene where he said, yeah, I have this boss. He's an ass. And he pulled a gun on me this morning. Right. I think. And then don't be an ass is cl- code for go get I the ass. I don't gun. know what it is, but I, I mean, I think you can looking back at it, you can kind of infer that something or he just knew what she meant. Yeah. But there was nothing that is definitely an issue with it to me is like, you don't, there was none to lead us to believe that he actually knew she wasn't just yeah. taken off at that point. Because what we knew up at this point was they, at this point in time, Jim is like kind of pissed. I, well, but I, he's the town liar. He's been called out. He's had this night with his, everybody's dream woman thinks that they're going to go away together. But also at the same time, it's like, you've got that seed of doubt. Yeah. You know, this happens. Maybe she does run off with them. I don't know if I'm Jim or Darnell. You know, because she could be just gone. I'm wearing at this time. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Yeah. I'm with you. That's it's like, you never know what, what she's up to. Right. So you never know. But I, I do think, I do think there's a cut scene somewhere. I, I, I feel like there's got to be something. So obviously the, he way, get, the way she said that it was so deliberate. Yeah. Don't be an ass. Yeah. Yeah. So the, at the end, you know, he, does he really have to one more time strut for those kids to impress those kids? Like he gets out of the car and then he somehow talks her into getting out of the car, looking around with them and then taking off. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Easy answer to this. If you are in a limo with Jennifer Conley, you're going to parade around every fucking chance you get. Yeah, but he did it for just those kids and Doesn't then matter. left. Doesn't matter. You know what? I'm doing that for the guy at fucking 7-Eleven. All right. I'm doing that for the guy at Kmart. I'm doing that for the guy at the toll booth. What about Darnell? I am going to Darnell's house first. <laughs> you're going to Darnell's house. <laughs> so <laughs> you're you're about but remember this too. You're about to fly to California. Maybe. Or ride that limo all the way fucking there. I don't know. Or the limo. Aren't you gonna show your shit up? Like I will say the like what we did miss in this, which kind of sucks, he didn't show off to his parents. Not at all. They wanted to see him do something affecting life. He's left and ha- and we don't know that he even said goodbye. 
He didn't. That we know of. I don't know. As far as we know, they went. His dad is still eating chicken and peanut butter in the kitchen. And worrying about his son. And he's going to find out that he saved the town or saved the target from the bandits. But they might not find that out. Because guess what? Jim doesn't exist. Darnell saved them. As far as we know. Yes, Darnell. It was Darnell. Now, I want to say that... that Jim, it, dude, Jim could be on a milk carton the next week because they don't know where the fuck he's at. <laughs> that, so they leave and they go to Hollywood and we see them in Hollywood next to the pool. And I was going to ask you, how long do you think before that's done? Before what's done? Before she's done with him. I don't know. $52,000, do the math. I, I'm going to tell you this. I think this is what happens. She's hot, smoking hot. He's kind of a dork. She's going to find that there are much more attractive, wealthy people that she doesn't have to spend her $52,000 on. And she's going to be leaving him inside a month. Inside a month, Uh, she's going to make inroads that get her out of him. I disagree with that. Because you think there's too many smoking hot people in LA? Yeah, yeah, saying that. I think when, like, if you're watching the movie, that's not what she's looking for. Certainly, but but it doesn't mean you won't find it. She's not looking for that. Like she might find someone who yeah, she thinks yeah, is yeah. sensitive and Here's kind, like and you, rich. You, no, you kind of you gotta assume with the life she's had up to this point with money and all the shit, she's probably already dated those types of people. Maybe that's been done. She's a high schooler, so she may have. Dated she, the high school quarterback, but she hasn't dated like but, a, a star. Yeah, or anything. I feel like what she wants is she doesn't want the rich, popular kids. Yeah. She doesn't want a loser that will just worship her. She wants middle of the road there, which is a dork that talks a lot of good shit. And he could always be in sales. And that, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I think inside of a month, personally, but you think it's going to stick. I don't think. I don't know if it's going to stick, but I don't think it's inside of a month. That's when the money's running out, and she has another option. It's done. I don't. I think she's got plenty of options. Sure. There is. (laughs) I mean, I know OnlyFans has not come out at this point, but I think she's got other options. She's got like. 30 years before those options. You know, know, it's really funny because it, it, and this is uh, to this day, even when I was a kid watching this movie, it still always made me think, what the fuck are they going to do after this? You can't just fucking move with this much money. Even as a kid, when I saw this, I'm like, you can't just do that. What the hell are you going to do? We had one reference earlier. What are we going to do there? Live, work. Yeah, but where? Yeah. That will- right now, they're at a fucking resort. So they didn't have a fucking hotel or a place to live. We don't, like, th- that's not a down payment for a house. I they mean, sold if it their is- story as a movie. <laughs> and you're watching it. <laughs> oh. Meta. <laughs> totally. Okay, so that's the movie in a nutshell. But uh, your favorite part now is memorabilia. Yes. And I have my memorabilia. You want me to go first? Go ahead. I have Darnell's coveralls. You know what? That was going to be mine. But what's yours going to be now? Jennifer Conley's tank top. 
That was my second one. So there, <laughs> there you go. Jennifer so basically, I went second, but I win. Or go the whole ensemble. Go the whole outfit. So that way you can put it all on a nice mannequin. Yeah. With roller well, skates. Hey, you know, it's funny. Actually, I never even thought about this till just a second. She was rocking the yoga pants before it became. Kind of. I don't know if those were yoga or. They were kind of like yoga pants. Very yeah. close. Yeah. Before 2010, when it became an explosion, it seems. Of nothing but people wearing yoga pants. Or, oh, side note. Yeah. If I was going to give other ones just that I think would be cool from this movie, one of the cans of legs off the display. Yes. That would be cool. That would be. The veil. The veil would be nice. That would be cool. His whole ensemble there would be interesting. The whole ensemble, yes. The boxer shorts and everything. That, <laughs> if you could get that whole ensemble... Again, we go back to Neil Diamond, the display. Yeah. If you get that, that'd be pretty sweet. Darnell's coveralls and the bunny slippers as an ensemble. If you could have all that lined up, that'd be pretty sweet. (laughs) This movie, surprisingly, I will tell you, there's some good shit to pick for memorabilia. Yeah. You know, there really is. Like, I'd take that whole row of cassettes. (laughs) Just because I bought them the whole fucking wall. Like I There's said. a lot of shit in that target. I would probably take right now that the, like the, when they were looking at the stereo system, just take the whole thing and lay it in the back. That's it. We got a sound. <laughs> oh, that's another good one. Memorabilia. Every fucking thing they loaded up in those, in that car. <laughs> it's a time capsule. It's everything this that is, was cool from that. This year. is all of the stolen target stuff from career opportunities. That's, that's a story right there. <laughs> the car in your garage still filled. This there is all the stolen shit from Target and career opportunities. Done. That is pretty good. That is pretty good. All right. Are you ready to rate this up? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you up first or me? I don't remember. Now you can go then. It doesn't I'll matter. go. So despite the, the sad part about this, that John Hughes was involved and did not have creative control, that sucks. It does. You kind of wonder what could have been different about this movie. But I'm going to tell you right now, this movie, I love this movie. It's just, it's a fun watch to me. There are definitely issues and holes with it and stuff like that. I I just don't care. And I'm going to say right now, the fact that, to me, the fact that we talked about this the way that we did just on this episode, we're like, it's just, there's good shit in this movie. It's fun. I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it an 18 and a half. I'm not going wow. in the 20s, but I fucking love this movie. Damn. It's an 18 and a half to me. It's just, it's one of my favorites. I've, I've fucking loved this movie forever. It's okay. An, it's an under the radar movie to me for a lot of people. Because I feel it like is very. you thought or you didn't. And that's kind of it with it. Because it wasn't like, we, we saw. What it was it even more popular than Girl though. We saw what it made in the box office. But I'm like, if you saw this movie. At that time, mm-hmm. you kind of got it, but I, I fucking love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean you, I, I'll mirror you there. It has a lot of fun things in it. I mean, that's why I enjoy it. That's why I like watching it. It's what makes it great to me in some ways. But then there's so much that's wrong with it. There is. Yeah. You know, I think the the best thing about it, and we always, I think, it, I think we should quit beating this dead horse, but chemistry is really important. Yeah. (laughs) 
And I think uh, uh, Jennifer Connelly and Frank uh, Wiley, I thought there was a good chemistry there with how they work together. I think the biggest problem with this movie is everything around that. Um, we yeah, were talking. I agree. I mean, the sheriff was kind of cool. That's the other cool character. But everyone else is like flat. Wasn't great. The Mulroneys were kind of. It was poorly acted. You know. I mean, hold on. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt, but I do want to say, keep this in mind when you say that. Remember, most of this movie is based on just the two of them stuck alone. At a I get that. So. But it's, but you know, like you, but there's so much that so many plot holes and like, it makes you wonder what could have happened. I will say this me. I don't want to know what John Hughes would have done at the time because he was in his Beethoven home alone phase. So fuck that noise. I don't want a dog dragging them around the store. So that ain't going to happen with me, but I love this in my heart, in my heart, this movie is a 24, but in reality, in reality, it's just above average. At a 13.5. Wow. In my heart, though, I love it. I watch it. I oh, watch it twice on. in one day for this. I mean, I hold on. I get it, but I can but I can separate my love from my objectification. It, but you do realize when we do this, you rate it based on how you would rate it. I do. How I would rate it as a film. No. Well, you're different than me, so I get that. I mean, that's how, but you, you know, sometimes you, I, I go with my heart. Well, I'll I be honest. Like, right. But I feel like you rate it. You, I, I don't know. I think I'm honest right. with myself. Oh. I am not Jim. I don't have his problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's that put us at, bro? That, that gets us a 16. That's a pretty good movie. It's I mean, a pretty good movie. Yeah. What other movies are 16 that you would say this shouldn't like, be by? I, I think you, you are, like, I'm just going to tell you. Sorry, I got to harp on this for a second. Just for you, the fact that in your heart, this is a 24 because you love it. But then you drop all the way down to a 13 and a half. Because it's realistic. I'm just saying, like, I think you should have split the difference. That's it's above average, but it's not not exceptional. But it's such a great watch every time. Just because it gave me an erection doesn't make it a 24. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Depending on how long it, the erection stays. Well, then, yeah. That depends on how, how long my bathroom break was. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you got? Around 16. Spy Who Shagged Me was a 17. Good movie. Sandlot, 15. I think this is better than the Sandlot. Well, what did I get the Sandlot? You had the Sandlot at ten. You jack Yeah, this is better than the Sandlot. I knew uh, that. Oh wait, oh, fuck no! I'm not even going on after this one. I'm just gonna say one and done here. Sixteen Candles was a sixteen, and I probably gave that a twelve or thirteen, didn't I? Sixteen Candles? No. What did I give? Gave that a fucking nineteen. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But there you go, John Hughes. There you go. You gave it a 19. I gave it a 13. This one, you gave a 13 and a half. I gave 18 and a half. Done. Calibrated. <laughs> we calibrated it. It's 16. It's a good movie. It's well, a great you know. It's a great movie to me. Not in the like traditional sense of what you're going to say. This. Is what do you double up with this? Do. We're double featuring. We don't do 16 candles. We can't do that. Oh, but we did this. What else? This career opportunities, I'm going to say, 
it's not a great movie that I would, you know, have all this discussion. It's great because of this. I'm just going to say it's just great. It, that's why it's just great. If you were double featuring, you have career opportunities. And oh, shit. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I'd say secret to my success with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Be a great uh, one, too. Let's see. Or what's the one with uh, Lisa Bonet where she's the executive? Yeah, uh, I can't. It's very secret to my success, uh, but it's at least I forget who it is. With Lisa Bonet. With I, Lisa Bonet, you know who she is, right? Yeah, I do. But what are you talking about? It's a movie where she plays like a an executive and, and a, like a business person. Let me see. I'll find it, man. I'm. I have no idea I'm what on, the fuck you're talking about right now. Oh no, Please? maybe I was wrong. It wasn't Lisa Bonet. It was someone else. Are you Damn talking it. about Boomerang? No, Boomerang's the shit. Okay, who are you talking about as an executive then? Was it Halle Berry? Like one of her first roles? She was in Boomerang too. But not not this. See, now you're making me look it up. And I hate looking things up. You look it up because I got to think of my movie to pair with this. Well, I have my movie here, bro. Strictly so Business. Same oh, year. okay. Strictly Business. Was that Lisa Bonet? Tommy Davidson, Halle Berry, uh, Joseph Halle Berry, Phillips. Yeah. It, 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 that, that's what I'm talking about. So Lisa Bonet was not in this at all. It's very similar secret to my success, but it's from the same year. That's why I was going to it with it. But no Halle, or no Lisa Bonet, right? Uh, Halle Berry is who it was. I'm sorry. It was Halle Berry. All right. I was, I had to, I, you know, Hey, different hot chick. <laughs> it was a different, <laughs> give me Fine. a break. You know what? I'm just going to say right now, career opportunities for me. Yeah. You know, you know what I pair that with? What? Maverick. Okay. If you're trying to see it before <laughs> and after, I get your, I get your strange obsession. Right. I, I got to say, I still, I can't ignore it anymore. Maverick is my fa- favorite fucking movie ever. I'm just, I'm done. I don't care. Me. It's pretty I'm good, done. but it is my I favorite. I can't fucking stop watching it. Do we poke some holes in it for you? I, it doesn't even matter. You, it, if you do, it doesn't matter. It's okay. The most entertaining fucking movie I've ever it is seen. It's very entertaining. Life. Doesn't make it the best. I mean, just like I, this one, I've been watching every day of best. my life. No. If it's entertaining, that's what makes it great. If it's the most entertaining, that's what makes it the best. I watch but this I, every day. I'm still not giving um, it a 24. Well, that's fine. You don't have to. Same thing with uh, Top Gun Maverick. I'm not giving it a 24 just because I can watch it every day. I'm just trying to remember like career opportunities, like what came out around that time. That strictly business came you know out in 91. I mean? Other I told- than that shit. When did, wait, when did the first clerks come out? Oh, that was 93. All right. I mean, we could do that. I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm just, uh, I don't even You're know. thinking too hard on it. You, you're I, just, I, you, you know, what? your answer here, but, asshole you just sprung this on me so yeah well i want to see how good you are quick on your feet i'll tell you what i'll i you know what tell you right now here's what i would pair this with clean slate don't tell mom the babysitter's dead (laughs) that is a good movie those are two great comedies i would do that is true i would say that is a good one both have high schoolers in them it pairs very well that or kidco there you go now no. Is that too kitty? It's too kitty and too manure-y. So it's good though. It's good though. It's fucking great. I love that movie. Penny <laughs> saved it. is a penny earned. 
All right, so that's it. What do you do? You have anything else for? Those weren't meant for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Please drop some reviews on Apple, and we love you. Talk to you next time. Thank you.